Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 streaming now on the kdow app and radio.com the views and opinions expressed by ron black and his guests are not necessarily those of kdow or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision Insightful, informative, irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black. Fine. Online. Not sure. Um, last couple weeks, we've—I would say—it's been pretty typical. We've been talking a lot about progress in vaccines. That's maybe how a week starts on Wall Street, and then we slowly start shifting the narrative to we're a little bit nervous about jobs, or we're a little bit nervous about airlines. We're seeing a little bit of sector rotation. The narratives have been really heavily influenced, in my opinion, by some of the narrative on <clears throat> some of the stories on vaccines. For instance, coronavirus vaccine from Oxford and AstraZeneca shows positive response in early trial. Over 100,000 Americans have signed up for to be trials, to do trials of vaccines. I'm like, OK, that just makes me nervous. I don't know why. But it makes me nervous. Are those uh, – I heard a comedian once talk about how you test on rats. You test on rats. Then you test on rabbits. Test on rabbits. And then his punchline was something along the lines of then you test on the poor people. And you're like, whoa, criminals, mentally inside. And then finally it makes its way to me. <clears throat> I'm like, whoa, that's an interesting way <clears throat> of blowing down our testing system on vaccines, right? There's a little bit of truth to it in a weird kind of way. Um, when the United States wanted to get a, a surefire cure for uh, one of the last outbreaks that we had, I think it was swine flu, they made the military all get shots because a lot of people were like, oh, we have a swine flu vaccine. I'm not going to take it. <laughs> Let's give it to the military. When I was in college, right uh, during one summer, I saw, you know, when you're on college campuses, <laughs> except for some of those of you that say you went to college, even though you didn't go to college, you know, when you're on college campuses 
And uh, there's that flyer that says like, hey, for 72 hours, be a part of a healthcare experiment. We'll share the results with you. I'm like, I did a couple of those during the summer. One of the big healthcare experiments that I did was, uh, I think I got 20, almost $3,000 for essentially four days of work. They kept me awake for three to four days. They put me in a house with other subjects who were 21 years old, kept us locked up in a house and kept us awake. So we had to play video games, watch TV. We could do anything but fall asleep. Um, and then after a period of time, they would give us uh, either a caffeine pill, one cup of coffee, two cups of coffee, five cups. They were trying to figure out how your body interacts with stress and how your body interacts with lack of sleep and caffeine. But I got like $3,000 for <clears throat> staying awake and playing video games. And I, of course, I went to Europe and spent it. But that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is college kids sometimes find themselves in those kind of situations. So not only is there coronavirus vaccine positive news out of Oxford, Oxford and AstraZeneca, but there's also a little bit of an update from Pfizer and BioNTech. Uh, BioNTech, uh, potential coronavirus vaccine just promised an additional data. You know, one weekend or one week it's Moderna. Next week it's these guys. And it's like kind of nice to see <clears throat> because I'm getting a little bit tired <clears throat> of we're in that phase now of watching companies and sports leagues try to open. And it just seems painful to watch. Florida reported more than 10,000 new virus cases for the fifth day in a row. Arizona is still having problems from the relapse that people had and went down to use their bars and restaurants because they couldn't use their own. Fools. Um, Arizona's not happy. Arizona's ordering body bags to store the dead right now. And they're like, God, wow. We kind of understood when that was happening in New York because we've all been to New York. And you're like, that's a big city and people are living on top of each other. And they probably don't have enough hot, like you, you extrapolate, they probably don't have enough hospitals. Because you look at the real estate and you're like, there's not enough space here. And we kind of got that. But when it comes to Arizona, we're like, I don't get it. People are really dying. Anyhow, President Trump says he won't agree to accept the 2020 election results as Biden leads polls. He says he'll have to see he's expecting fraud out there in mail-in votes. And the only reason I tell you this is because it is going to be a big story in November. When is our election day this year? November 5 or something like that? It's 106 days away, November 5. Um, so I predict the, <clears throat> the stock market loses its mind on November 6 when we don't have a winner and on November 9th when there's a challenge from one of the two contestants. <laughs> and then the Supreme Court will get involved or something like that. I just I, – it's going to happen, right? Are you with me or against me? Because this is a civil war. You need to choose a side. Okay. Chevron picks Noble in biggest U.S. energy deal since the oil crash. I kind of like to see a little bit of <clears throat> mergers and acquisitions and deals getting done in sectors that stink. And a sector that stinks during a recession, during a pandemic, is energy. Chevron agreed to buy Noble Energy in an all-stock deal value in the Houston-based oil and gas producer at about $5 billion. Um. When oil prices collapsed, it push, it was the water leaving the lagoon, water leaving the bay, <clears throat> water, the tide going out. And it showed what companies had problems with cash. 
cash flow, and thus debt, servicing of your debt. So oil prices plunged to historic lows in April as coronavirus uh, crisis deepened and slashed demand for world travel. Chevron has taken advantage of its strong relative performance versus the United States exploration production companies by basically using the downturn to buy assets that pre-COVID were more expensive than they are now. I like that kind of that, that thought. When you see Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, Netflix all increase their market cap 100 plus billion dollars. You go, why don't you use your shares to go out and buy the rest of the world? Well, you can't buy the whole world for $100 billion, but you can certainly start. Especially when they were getting hit. So I kind of like seeing a little m and I kind of like seeing um, Chevron goes after Noble Energy after Chevron abandoned its deal for Anadarko Petroleum because they were outmaneuvered by Occidental Petroleum. So they're wheeling and dealing. I, I kind of strangely like that. It shows me that there's a little bit of life that the markets will eventually return back to normal and the big players will be stronger for it. Um, Mark Cuban is warning investors of stock similarities to the 1990s.com bubble. Now, I bring this up not because I like Shark Tank. I like that Shark Tank that Mark Cuban's smart and good looking. I'm not doing anything like that. But because he owned a tech company in the 1990s. So let's, let's give him a little bit of uh, – he could see some similarities. He's a billionaire. He says, in some respects, it's different because of the Fed and the liquidity. Everybody is, is a genius in bull markets, so he says. But he's starting to see some companies really show some squeaks in their business models. We'll talk a little bit about that. Talk about not being greedy. Talk about investment ideas and much, much more. You can always find me here, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., I've been going basically live every single day since the COVID thing started back in March in the United States. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Thank you for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. I'm Rob Black. It's been a very interesting year to say the least. It still continues to be in our headlines, probably a little bit more so than any of us really, really want. We are getting into earnings season, part two of 2020. January, February, March gets reported in April. April, May, June gets reported in July. And we're going to be in the very important um, July, August, September. Because that's when we're supposed to be going back to school. And it's one of those, uh, I, 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 don't like knocking Valentine's Day. Okay, I hate Valentine's. It's one of those made-up holidays where our kids have to get more spending thrown at their way. Valentine's, our loved ones have to get more spending thrown their way. Christmas time holidays, our kids have to get more spending thrown their way. Otherwise, I'll have a bad childhood. So back to school is going to be an important one. 
Um, how comfortable are you at spending? Well, first and foremost, my kid's not going back to school, therefore, you know, getting your new shoes. There will be a little bit of that. There will be a little bit of softness automatically in the numbers. With that said, are we not spending our paychecks? We are. I would say that um, I saw a home, and this is so ridiculous. It was once a really cute home, and they tore it down, and they put a big old box house on top of it. I call it a Home Depot house. Nothing special. Everything you can get at the store. Nothing craftsman. Um, it's across from a park, which is pretty awesome, but 4,000 square feet, $4 million. So that just happened this weekend, and I, I was talking to the – I wasn't talking to the agent. I was reading what the agent had to say. And the agent went out of her way to say, hey, this, is, this house has got a big old backyard. And we had 17 offers on it, two all-cash offers, 20% over asking. She said, it has a big backyard. And I'm like, it's $4 million. Do you know what the property tax on that is a year? Let's just guess $52,000. Okay, now I do $52,000. Let's play with 12 divided by 12 is that $4,800 a month that's most of America's mortgage payment for four months maybe three maybe two in some cases but the property taxes it's like Pac-Man eats up everything you got so the real estate agent said big backyard Big backyard's going to be big entertainment in the future as families don't necessarily want to go back out. That's a poll question. Let's bring up a poll question, shall we? Are you more likely to fly now or later? The poll question is, is when are you going to really open up the wallet? Will it be back to school? Will it be the holidays? Will it be your next big vacation? When will you feel comfortable that you don't see a story where Florida's – asking their governor, you need to shut down. He goes, no, I don't need to shut down. (laughs) Crazy amount of infections. Crazy amount of problems with hospitals. And it's still an area of America where people are saying, well, it's hot there. Let's go there for a summer vacation. It's a hot spot. People are dying. I saw something worrisome. Like 10 kids in one school got, uh, or 10 kids in one summer camp all got infected. No, no, you know, you can get into the whole kids are going to live, kids are going to bounce back. But you don't like hearing that because what we don't know is, is this a brain eating disease that in 10 years the kid will fall over dead? We know that it's attacked a lot more than just lungs. Anyhow, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on radio. I hate people who do that. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. I'll tell you one interesting area of financial planning and financial expertise and financial thoughts and financial stress. Paying for college. A lot of parents are going to be saying, what the heck? Let me give you two examples. A parent I know, he has two kids. One kid goes to the University of Colorado. is going to be like a rocket science, crazy engineer person. Very cool. Because you see drones and you're like, people have to figure out how to fly aeronautical stuff, right? 
he's in his fourth year. And after his first two years, he moved out of the dorms and got his own place. So he, his butt is going back this week because he's going to have online classes. And his dad's like, well, you have a place. You might as well go stay there so you can learn to be a man and cook yourself and things like that. I love that. Uh, the dad's questioning the daughter's college experience because she's in a dorm. He's like, it's her first. It's going to be her second year. Um, so she, all she got was half a year of dorm life. And then she was sent home for COVID. He doesn't know what to do with her. He's paying for a dorm experience <laughs> that she's not going to get. Ugh. And he doesn't want to sit good. Well, I'm paying for the dorm. Why don't I get your apartment down there? And you can go be a woman and learn how to be cook your, for yourself and do your own dishes and do your own laundry. Right. He's in more of a dilemma with her because of the cost. The apartment's already been paid for for the son. He's already paid for a dorm room for the daughter. He would prefer that everything be dorm, but you see the, we're questioning it. I think it's a good thing. Uh, look at things that cost a lot of money in our life. Homes, cars, spouses that we support, spouses that we don't support. Um, in divorce, for sure they're expensive. But then you get into like college costs. It's, it's up there on the things that are expensive, right? Speaking of expensive, Goldman Sachs said Amazon.com should be worth $3,800. It marches higher, ladies and gentlemen. It marches higher. Analysts are befuddled. They don't know what to do when a stock is up 50% in a year. So they raise their price target. Credit Suisse has put a street high of $305 on Facebook. I own both Facebook. Um, I don't own Amazon outright directly, but I certainly do in S&P 500 and other ETFs. But you can see how the price targets are marching higher. I didn't just tell you anything interesting about Facebook or Amazon. I just said the analyst, one analyst is now the highest on the street at 3,800. Another is on the highest on Facebook at 305. His prior target on Facebook was 258. That feels a little stupid to me. It feels like you've kind of missed that whole thing there, but he didn't know. He didn't know the market was going to go crazy and lavish praise on the company. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Walt Disney has slashed its ad spending on Facebook. Story or not story? I don't know, because they're not really wanting people to come out massively at their resorts. Uh, they don't want to be overwhelmed. So why they don't have to spend. People know about them, if you know what I'm saying. So the FTC is considered looking into Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sanders for antitrust issues. So Facebook has a price target being lifted today on it. But they also have Disney slashing ad spending and the FTC looking into them as a monopoly. Odd pieces of competing information, no? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Aaron Rodgers. 
Rodgers and Danica Patrick have broken up. All things must end. Even the Beatles. It's interesting to think about, but uh, one of the things I studied in college that I think was kind of fun was small group dynamics. All things must end was what the teacher basically said on the first day. And then you'd study group dynamics. Your business partner doesn't have to be your business partner for life. Your spouse doesn't have to be your spouse for life. Ideally, both would be, right? I think even your children don't have to be your children for life. I've seen a lot of bad breakups between parents and kids. Um, it could be expensive breakups. Just know that. It's, I'm throwing that out there. It's a thing that we spend money on that we don't necessarily think we spend money on. Here's one that makes me always uncomfortable. There's two that make me really uncomfortable, and we'll talk about both of them right now. My boyfriend is buying a house and doesn't wish me to have equity. I'm moving in with him and selling my home. What should I do with the proceeds? Or my boyfriend is buying a house and doesn't want me on title, but wants me to pay half his roommate. Uh, I'm telling you, as a younger man, I, I wouldn't have believed the words coming out of my mouth. Get a contract, people. Put stuff in writing. I've been talking to a couple people whose um, fathers or parental units have passed. Um, one of my spouse's good friends, her her best friend's father passed. And there's two children who are heirs, essentially. The mother is still alive. And the kids are starting to wrangle over, well, dad wanted me to have this. Well, dad wanted you to sell the house. Well, dad didn't want me to sell the house while mom's still in it. Well, I want half the proceeds. What do you need it for? Well, I need it more than you because you have a big job. I see that kind of conversation happen way too often. Where you think relationships with money change quite dramatically, uh, quite emphatically, when other people get involved. So consider a contract. For instance, if that was my daughter and she were to say, my boyfriend wants me to move in with him, but my college house that you bought my daddy. I don't have a daughter, but if I did, I'd say something along the lines of, if you're going to pay half his rent, then he's going to give you half the equity here. You guys need to figure this one out on your own, but you need to put it in writing so that you don't come to me or you don't get lawyers later in life. So that's one scenario where the boyfriend makes the girlfriend move and he's making the financial decisions that I feel really uncomfortable with. That probably means I'm sexist because I'm not saying, oh, the girlfriend's making the, the, the boyfriend move in with her and she's calling all the shots. Like, uh, I, I tend to see guys be more jerks to women than women be more jerks to men, but maybe I don't see enough anymore, right? Another scenario that I hate is the rich man and the young broke woman the relationship. I see that a lot in the Bay Area. A lot. Um, it's just a I have power kind of relationship and it bugs me a little bit because money shouldn't be power to me money's and to me the best thing that money represents is the grandfather like I've said a million times on this show who's got two full size snicker bars in a hand and he tells the grandkid pick a hand 
where he's got two $10 bills and he says, pick a hand. He's not giving away a dollar. He ain't no cheap grandfather. He's going to put stars in that girl's eye today. Um, that's my idea of money, or that's one of my ideas of money. Another idea with money that I have is something along the lines of when I turn 75 and I'm dying of cancer in my cancer bed and I got the, I got the black lung, <clears throat> I want to be able to pay a doctor whatever he asks, asks for to save my life and keep me alive. I want to be able to pay a pharmaceutical company whatever they ask for to give me a pill. So to me, money gives me like that healthcare angle or something like that, comfort with aging. 800 516 to each calls in the air. One of the areas that we need to focus in, and then I'd ask you, like, what does money mean to you? It, does it make you a great grandfather or does it make you have the latest gadgets? Gadgets will fade. Gadgets will fade and you'll go, man, why was I always buying the first generation of this stuff? Um, I think we're just gluttons for punishment when it comes to spending our money. Federal unemployment benefits that added an extra $600 to Americans' um, unemployment claims are set to expire by the end of this month. If they do expire, and again, I'm, I'm not political when I say this. It's kind of a math equation. If they expire, some people won't have said money to spend in recovering economy. I know you're saying, well, go get a job. A lot of the people who are getting that $600, um, their job doesn't exist anymore. And it would be pretty insensitive of me to say, go get a job. Take a little bit of time. When I leave this job, and it may be sooner than later, I wouldn't mind taking a year off. And then at that point in time, if I want to go pet billy goats, I can pet billy goats. And after that, if I want to work in Home Depot and say, welcome to Home Depot. Oh, you need to know where the electric screwdriver is? Well, why don't you use a regular screwdriver? Get out of my store. Because um, I'm going to be a cranky old man, I think. But a lot of these benefits are set to expire now. And um, the people that need them, it's going to hurt the most. And the part of our economy that we're like, hey, our economy is doing great. That may dry up. And you won't have put two and two together that that extra money kind of goosed our economy in the sense that it gave some people who, on the lower spectrum of income, a disproportionate amount than they've usually had. And they spent it. And June numbers look good on the economy. So when this benefit expires, it brings up the question mark. What's it going to look like down the road? Um, I, ideally, and this is like where I'm going with this. Ideally, our economy would be supporting itself. I, I'm not getting political here. There was one year, I believe, where our budget in the United States was balanced. We didn't spend more than we made in taxes. It was tied towards the Clinton era, and it was tied towards the internet. Uh, a lot of companies coming public and selling pub coming like, and there was a lot of capital gains. So there was a lot of that kind of stuff going on. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. 
So we're talking a little bit of earnings season right now. And as we get into the next earnings season, will consumers still have that extra $600 in their pocket? Is that a lot of money? Is it not a lot of money? It is. Will we get that first human trial of uh, COVID-19 showing promising results? We've, we've already had it. We're starting to prick people in their arms and say, ah, cough for me. Bend over and cough. <coughs> There's some things that make me cough, and that's one of them, talking about coughing. Um, another thing, like this, we are so divided. There's two surfers out of Southern California who go to town hall meetings, and they're hilarious. And they'll say, we, we really like the bodacious Manhattan Beach, like – uh, dear superintendent, as we as visitors to your friendly city, we think your water treatment plant should be called the Britney Spears water treatment plant because she is a great American hero. Uh, so they basically give superintendents and board of directors kind of a hard time on like some things that they want the city to continue doing, things like bike lanes. They recorded themselves doing a video in Huntington Beach. So you can go Google YouTube. Uh, Huntington Beach two surfers uh, handing out free masks. So these two surfer guys, they're videotaping themselves and they're trying to hand out free masks in a box that says free masks. And as people are walking around the boardwalk, they're like, hey, we see you don't have a mask. We'd like a free mask. Our, our country's a little bit tense right now because they almost get into a fist fight with people. Like, It's my country. I've got the right not to wear a, or a mask. And people are like almost punching each other over a free mask. It's pretty – it tells you where we are right now. We're pretty tense. So I'm a little bit nervous about $600 unemployment benefits. I'm a little bit nervous that Walmart says anyone who comes into our stores now has to have a mask on. I'm a little bit anxious um, that the Trump campaign's basically drawing the line in the sand saying, okay, we're not going to support this mask thing in any way, shape, or form, and that's going to be our ad campaign. I'm a little bit nervous. Like, if I see someone not wearing a mask correctly, I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I'm afraid of getting shot at this point in time. People are getting tense out there. And that's oddly enough, one of the, uh, as a big picture thinker for you, I think that's going to be something that lingers for a while. I think our relationship with masks might last longer than you think. And I'm telling you, masks are the new sexy. I feel cool in them. Maybe because I don't have a great smile. <laughs> People with bad smiles are having the time of their lives right now. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The wealthy are just as worried about post-coronavirus features as everyone else. I'm worried about the $600 tax extension credit uh, unemployment benefits What's going to happen in the end of July as we go into August with the next round of stimulus? Then in about four or five days, we're going to be 100 days away from the election. This isn't going to be smooth sailing, in my opinion. But the vaccine talks seem to be what's moving the market right now. I like that. It seems to make sense. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more.
visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I've been doing this for well over 20 years, and I assure you there's been people who've been listening to me on and off for over 20 years. I get their emails. And it's the coolest thing about my gig is that I get to touch human beings. The best part about it for me is that I've always been kind of a lone wolf who wanted to work with people and who wanted to help people, but I didn't really want to hang out with people. I'm just not that social. If I go to a party, I stay for an hour most. So I just want to stop and say thanks. Um, It's not lost on me that I've had a very good life and financial media has worked out for me um, enormously. So not going to be doing this forever, but I just, again, super stoked. Thanks for listening. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. I think the number one thing is try not to get too frustrated. Uh, Try not to get too caught up in market performance. Try not to get too into your own head that you have to do everything perfect. That's where I make mistakes. Um, I bet you do too is when you start changing the rules just a bit. And that goes with everything. When you take more chances, greater risk, greater reward, right? But there's that greater risk. It kills me when I see people lose money in the stock market. Because I've been doing this for over 20 years, and I've, I've, I've gotten pretty good about not losing money, of playing the game. When I was earlier and younger, man, I gave some stock picks. Network solutions that goes from four to 250. I would ride Yahoo for a month. I'd get off that train and put it on another train like pets.com. But with greater reward came greater risk. And as I got older and as you got older, I'm like, okay, we don't have to do this every day. We don't have to be crazy. So I don't know. Stocks are mostly lower today. As investors eye vaccine study updates, there's some good updates. AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine shows promise they've started pricking people. And like Novavax had a big week last week. Moderna, Johnson & Johnson. Any given day, you can spin the wheel and, and find a company talking about vaccine antibodies. Now, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the end of the day, we're like, yes, but we saw a study out of Jerusalem where eight people had COVID and then all their antibodies went away. All eight of them. Yes, 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 yes. Um, this is science. This is not art. This is you don't get close. You get it right. Math is very, very hard. If you stow away on a, this is what I learned when I was ten years old. If you stow away on like a, a plane or if you stow away on a, a rocket ship to go to the moon, you're gonna die. So don't do it. Um, with that said, the next analogy brought to you by. Delta, we fly you anywhere. Just don't be a child sneaking into the hold. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Walmart's getting a lot of news right now. Um, They're getting more healthcare centers set up. The amount of positives coming out of COVID-19, I know you're saying, I don't feel them. You're going to be feeling them for years to come. We're changing the healthcare industry, and maybe we're changing the college industry. Maybe. But the healthcare industry is going to have more telemedicine. And I'm almost proud of Americans at this point in time for going to the doctor and getting tested. 
when you hear how many people are getting tested daily, I'm like, I'm, I'm stoked by that. People are taking, well, let's just put it this way. You could die your health seriously. Walmart's getting into more um, clinics. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I don't have to go to a doctor's office to see a doctor. Telemedicine, I don't need to see it. What I don't want to do with telemedicine is have like a hemorrhoid. And he's like, well, pull down your pants and show it to me. And then like be showing my butt to the, t- uh, to the computer camera and have someone walk in and like, what are you doing? So telemedicine is going to have its fine lines that we are not allowed to cross. That would not be appropriate behavior to have your children walk in on you and you've got your you, – you've taken the tape off your webcam, so to speak. No, I can't get the image of myself out of my own head. 800 516. So Walmart's doing that. Amazon's doing that. I, I love that. If my city were to say, hey – uh, we're thinking about closing in a dog park so we can set up a, fr- a free clinic for a year. I'd be like, screw the dogs. I love dog parks. I love dogs. I was walking my dog, and my dog's just the sweetest, gentlest animal. And uh, come across a man with two kids, and his kids are petrified of dogs. <clears throat> and my, uh, I quickly put my dog on leash because I get it. Some kids are petrified, and you don't want to petrify the kids. But the man's standing in front of his kids. I'm like, dude, in my head. You're, you're raising kids who are going to be afraid of dogs. Go to a dog park at some point in time. Pat them. Get over your fear. Getting over your fear and investing is pretty important too. Getting over your fear and fixing your own home appliances is a good thing. I save money by doing my own work, by doing my own construction. So anyway, getting over that fear is a big part of it. But anyway, as I walked up on this guy, and my dog's on a leash. She's really sweet. She's really soft. She's really gentle. Um. The guy's like, make sure you hold the dog back. And I'm like, yeah, your kids look like they might bite. I wouldn't want them hurting my puppy. And the guy just looked at me like, jerk. But there's two sides to every story, right? It's like the mask war that's debating and raging on in America. So anyway, I like that there's going to be more clinics out there. And I, I would totally support that idea. Can't be bad. But do... Make sure your kids are out of the room if you're going to be using your web camera to show your doctor the itchy, scratchy places. Interesting day again. Big tech's kind of back on its thing. You know, I, I'm just taking a look at it for the first time today of some of the details. And I saw that it's kind of a mixed market. I saw that, you know, a little bit of green here, a little bit of more red. But now I'm looking at it. Apple, Microsoft, Amazon are all moving higher. And I'm like, huh, is Tesla moving higher? Tesla's not. Oh, by the way, don't forget, at $900 a share, uh, Elon Musk said Tesla was too expensive. (laughs) So he's a bad stock picker, or he's a bad stock analyst. But that's neither here nor there. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Yeah, all big tech, Facebook, Amazon, Google, Apple, all hired. Tesla, not so much. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. 